there, partner. Oh, uh, okay. Huh? See you guys. What's happening, boys? Not much. What's up? What are you up to? <laughs> Holy cow, Bug's beard. Bug. That is that is getting lengthy, my man. It looks Jim again, piping through the cams, bro. <laughs> Love it. Looks good. Let's get it rolling. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Kev, how you been? How you doing? Feeling good. Heavy rain inside, you know, had to bust the kids out of the room. They were getting stir crazy with all the games because there's a lot of rainy days like post Christmas break to now. And the old uh, stand on one leg. How long can you last? (laughs) Massive hit. Couldn't believe it. I thought about it right before uh, I was like in low key. I was like in sleep last night and I'm like, all right, something's got to give. I got to do something with them. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm rolling over, thought about it. And I'm like, one-legged hoops. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, damn, do I write this down in my notes? And I'm like, nah, you know what? I'm going to sleep it. I'm going to remember it. Sure as shit, 28. We're firing all cylinders up top. We go in, (laughs) fifth grade tries it first. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be big. They get in. So I got them in heats of six. Mm. And you gotta, and everyone's got a hula hoop, so you can do what you gotta do. You can wiggle, but you can't leave the hoop, or your foot can't touch the ground. Damn! So I break out my phone as a stopwatch, and I'm thinking about, it, and they're getting hyped, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, before I even click start, I'm like, let's effing go, uh, <laughs> Bing, they go, and so these kids, I'm like, really seeing, like I'm going to like a minute, and I'm looking at them, I'm like, okay, they're holding firm, and I'm like, minute thirty, and I'm like, dang, and then like in the back. <laughs> all the kids you like aren't in getting nuts things are getting wild I'm like, okay i gotta cut <laughs> this to so two fun. minutes then i gotta rerun them so like four out of six kids made it to two minutes wow. and i saw and i'm like okay like you guys are over here because i'm like i didn't think four of you were even gonna last right but here we go we got four next six came in they did it so everyone and look next thing i knew i killed a half an hour and i'm like wow. holy smokes this game Good shame. Um, di- and then I'm like, okay, because I said we we're going to do a half and half. Mm-hmm. And they loved it. Because I was thinking, like, I can't do much in this little room. It's basically just a classroom with no desks. So it's oh, not shit. big. Yeah, it's like, so we got like 22-ish fifth graders. So I bring them in, just throw them around, but we play. Do the same thing with third. Uh, later in the afternoon, same deal. Kids are lasting two minutes in third grade. And I'm like, guys. <laughs> I'm very impressed, but, <laughs> but you're fucking the plans. I wish I could have done like a stare down, but <laughs> one more thing with fifth grade, I ended up doing with the hoops. I'm like, shoot, what else do I got to do? I only killed like 12 minutes. So I cut the hoops in half and I'm like, all right, pick teams three on three. You can face each other. You can make each other laugh, but you can't touch each other. Like, you can say stuff to them, anything. And so they're on it. They're just spitting. I'm like, whoa. And then I'm like, same thing, like two minutes. I was like, Giving out high fives. I'm like, you guys, man. I was like, I did not think we were going to have a heat of kids with two minutes. But, yeah, sweet game. Feeling good as always, man. Happy to be here. Giving out some good news to start the day, huh? Love that. Um, that, That's like the perfect game. That's like uh, your parents asking you to play the quiet game. It's just like a trick as old as time. They just fall right into it in the competitive edge, and you just just let them go. Yep, exactly. It was sweet. It's good to see, though. Hell yeah. Um, are you, uh, are you usually pretty good at remembering shit you don't write down before bed? I got to fucking write everything down, dude. I get my <laughs> best ideas as soon as like, 
as soon as my head hits the pillow, I fucking, I'm like reaching for my phone. I'm like, I'm going to forget. I like, don't even like change the head position. I got to keep shit there. Wow. No, man. I mean, for me, I always text myself Ooh. and then I don't read it. Like when I know I have like a thing in my messages, that's just one. Like usually it'll be like things to do or sh- like, like I said, just things I got to remember. Like another one, I'm thinking like, I just heard like a good book idea from Corey Sanhagen. And I'm like, all right, I'll text that to myself. That so right now it's unread. I mean, I got Amazon gift cards from these kids at the Wazoo, so that's free book, baby. You know, it's always worth it when it's free, baby. Love um, that. but, uh, that's a fucking, that's a great idea, though, having the unread message. If it's just going to be like a short-term thing, you got to remember. Um, yep. Because there's nothing more annoying than having that fucking message logo on your phone, and you always see it. Yep. Um, yep. What book was Sandhagen uh, suggesting? Anything good? Dude, let me, I got it right here because I was thinking it's short, but he mentioned it on Ariel. Mm. Uh, like recently when the, he was just on there? Yeah, when he was just on there. It is called Be Here Now. Mm. It's called, was what it's called. About um, being in the present or what? Pretty much, yeah. It's like an easy read. I guess there's like pictures in it too, but it's more like quotes and stuff. Like kind oh, of nice. that's what they were kind of saying. So it's just kind of, it's not like a top to bottom kind of book, but. It's just more kind of like it's like day to day reminders. Exactly. It's kind of like the big part of it. So it's like, oh, all right, you know, it's worth kind of looking into. I'm into that kind of stuff. Damn, that's sick. Love that. Um, fuck, Sandhagen. Yeah, man. What a man. He's a cool dude. Can't believe he did yep. it. Um, we'll, we'll get into it. Boog, what have you been up to? Like Kev said, the beer's looking good. You look like uh, you fit in right with the special forces right now, man. You look like you're. <laughs> Uh-huh. You're embedded in Afghanistan, just one of the boys. Uh, oh, wow, spec. Arabian <laughs> horses, baby. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I was actually thinking about uh, heading to Supercuts. Um, Mike Dennis is coming in this weekend. We're going to go out. And I'm like, you know what? So much, so much maintenance. It's just like the beard, the hair. I'm thinking maybe just, maybe it's time, but. Still not a hundred percent on the the bandwagon to cut it, but what's uh, yeah, what's the hair looking like? It's pretty long, right? Yeah, it's really long. Damn, you're gonna just part ways. I I get in those spurts where like I'll just be like up one morning. I'm like I'm just gonna go cut my fucking hair, and then I do it, and then I'm like that's three months of not hard work. Yeah. I didn't do shit, but that's three months of waiting down the drain. I mean, it always comes since back. August. Early like first week of August. Holy last shit! Last time I cut my hair, so I'm just like, I'm on because that's the thing. Like I'm <laughs> probably never gonna have it this long again. Right. I remember you saying that. It's like it's almost real, real world time. So yeah. Um. So I don't know. Damn. What What are you gonna go with? Uh, I know you always are the kind of guy who brings a picture to the barber. We got any uh, sample picks lined up? <laughs> uh, no, I'm thinking just two on the side, and then um, like short and spiky on top. I'll, I'll show him a pick. Um, kind of like my classic cut. I really like it. Short just, and spiky. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard spiky hair but, in such a long well, no, time. That was, that's, that's what the uh, that's what that's what the supercuts guy yeah. uh, did my hair last time told me to do it. But the thing with that is like uh, when it's too long on top, like I have to like put gel in it and like it'll just go straight down. Like when right. I like wake up, but when I do it like kind of sh- shorter, like I could literally like come out of the shower, put nothing in my hair, and it'll like stay up just because like it's not long enough to go down. 
and looks really good. So, damn. Yeah, you got like it's coming. It's Covington esque. I mean, that's what people on the street stop me and say. But Um, you could do a flat top with your hair. That's what you should do one of these times. Just go out looking like your grandpa. Get a nice cop cut. Go full flat top. And uh, I was thinking of uh, going perm with the stash and going like k love 2017 2016 wow. people could look that up it's good good look k love what a legend is he uh is he still in the league he's on the heat oh that's right I did, I did just see that um fuck that's crazy he's uh one of those guys that was like i feel like so promising and then with injuries and shit just kind of like slowly trickled off the map I got a ring. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. He had like a good career, and then like the last like yeah. five, six, it's like not really hurt yeah. too much. Um, that's like the same. The Warriors were showing old uh, footage, and I saw a video of Andrew Bogut. Totally forgot that guy was even in the league. <laughs> he was like a <laughs> crucial part of the Dubs for so long, and like just looks like your average. People average. forget he got hurt. What game five of that 2016 series? Huge. Yeah, that was pretty big. Um, forget about that. Yeah, honestly, I did till you said it. But uh, yeah, fuck, crazy. Um, Bug, how's school going though? Everything, everything's good on the the school front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's uh going smoothly. I actually got my summer classes today, so I'm going I'm going two, two in the summer, nice. and I'll get four in the fall. And I'll we walk, done. We get that belt. Walk in December. You should get a belt and fucking walk the stage with the strap. Fuck it. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. You know, maybe if I get a good work gig with lots of tips, like I said, me and Jim might make a trip to, to old Vegas to that fight shop. I know they got a few belts. I'm on always the in. Shelf, so, hey, why not, baby? Even better if it's International Fight week. week. International Fight I mean, fight that's. Idea. That'll be. I'm hearing, I mean, I don't want to get all, go crazy, but I'm hearing, like, Chimaev, Costa. So you said Ortega, that. Ortega, Covington, Leon, Stipe Jones. That's what I'm hearing. Where where are you getting this intel? Is this is this in Bugs <laughs> yeah, Meeks Fantasy Land? I'm telling you. I'm, I, there's, some, there's some sources I'm seeing. I mean, I, fuck. I'm, I'm down. I, I mean, there's... What three big fight cards a year? I mean, three huge ones. It's the December one. It's fight week, and then uh, MSG. So it makes sense. I, I hope to God you're right because uh, the Chimaya. I mean, even if it's just Chimaev and uh, Paolo, that would be incredible. Um, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but do we think he's really getting the million dollars a fight that he's uh, talking about? Uh, I saw what someone said it was like if it's five hundred and five hundred, that's kind of not, not ridiculous, not out of right? this world, yeah. Yeah. So it's not like guaranteed a million, but it's like you could make a million. Um, I feel like that would. So make I, more I could sense. see that. I mean, he's got a huge following. He's a top middleweight, especially after his last performance. He came on, came in on weight, so came in on in shape. So yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. Kev, how much do you think like his uh, social media presence is uh, making him worth it? You know what I mean? Like, do you think that plays any? I mean, I think it plays a factor, but how big of a factor do you think it plays into him getting his this new contract? Because it seems like they were world apart just months ago, and now they have a deal. 
Yeah, I mean, I think <clears throat> shout out for that. Good point by Bo with the 500 500. You know, that's pretty much how you do get to a million because it's not that million based pay that I think everyone looks at. So it's a really good, really good point, Bo. Um, but I think it's worth it, like you said, because I think the social media point where he's at right now, I think it's at a point where it's at a point where it can be rising because right. he is associating himself now with rising stars within the UFC that, and he's a young guy as well. I think he's under, he's under 30, maybe, is he, or maybe 33 at most, I don't know, but still in a prime age to, to continue. And it's only a four fight deal. I mean, this is a easy sign for the ufc he's not going anywhere else he doesn't want to go anywhere else right that's you know big. so like i said 500 500 you know i think you can count on four good performances from paulo costa you know from he's the 31 very perfect there you go 31 i mean four good performances at where he's at this age i mean i think it's a win-win for both sides and then <clears throat> to get paulo potentially to agree with hamzat mm-hmm. is this was a point that i I'm going to nibble off of Chael Sonnen here. He mentioned it, and I thought it was a good point. You always give a guy a really tough fight, the first fight of a deal, because everyone's feeling good. They just got the money. You know, they got that, you know, and then they can, you know, you maybe have the ability to do that. So I was like, wow, you know, and that's kind of Chael's mind. It's pretty (laughs) deep within within the game to say that. Oh, man, avid listener. But, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, you know what? I mean. You know, like I said, Paulo feels like he's winning. I mean, this is a huge bump. I mean, if he does win this fight, like, oof, you know, Paulo's on top of the world here. So, yeah, time. Uh, definitely think it's a win-win for everything on uh, both sides, excuse me, and and for us as fans too. I mean, if that fight's, you know, happening with both guys making weight and they get to the octagon, like, ooh, what a huge win because, yeah, that's going to be a great fight. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more, especially with the 180 belt kind of, I mean – Pajeda has it now, but I feel like he wins again. It becomes a state of limbo for that division. Um, I think he goes up. Pajeda goes oh, you up think? Oh, you think? Uh, yeah, yeah and which is exactly I could see, which then opens the door for Costa to actually fight for the belt one more. You know, what I mean, gives yep. him that entry. Um, but yeah, Pajeda going up. I mean, that phew, makes all the sense in the world. Avenging the teammate, not cutting the weight, just everything makes makes perfect sense. Again, I wish they had a 195 because I feel like that's the perfect division for him. But God, you let him, you let him beef up, be at 205 pounds. I mean, we see he's already cutting heavyweight as of last week or early this week, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, shit, love that. Um, I don't, I don't want to backtrack too much, but boys, this been a doozy of a uh, a work week the past past five days. Last Thursday. We found out we're not uh, getting back on the account at old Google, so it looks like your boy's going to be out of a J-O-B. Um, yeah, crazy. There's like I think the whole company, they said they're going to try and keep as many people as possible, but that leads me to believe they're just saying, fuck you to everybody, um, which I'm fine with. Cool cool with me, another start, get to find something I like to do, but uh, don't know what that's going to be yet. Uh, looking all over the place. Off on the on the on the move, little Mike. <laughs> yeah, you know, get a get a Starlink and just live stream live stream it all. Um, no, I don't I don't know what what uh, what to do, but I think working an office job is not my uh, not my next step. But uh, what have you been looking at? I just honestly anything and everything. I've been looking in the Austin area. I've been looking more in areas than for 
specific jobs. Okay. What was the smack? Uh, that's what she. He wants you to next, go to power slap. Gig. Oh, 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 the power slap, dude. That's honestly like could be a blessing in disguise. Who knows what I'm doing? I was thinking about trying or uh, putting a, a submission video in for Survivor too. I'm like, fuck it. If I'm gonna wow. be out of a job, just start hitting them all. I might apply to every reality show I can. Who knows? You might see me on the Bachelor one or the Bachelorette. Wow. How great would that be? Just just abandoning all ship, just not not <laughs> buying into the gig at all. So good. Um, uh, no, I, I I really have no clue what I'm gonna do. Got a little kashish saved up though, so uh, gives me a little wiggle room. But uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Last week, a team that knew they were getting cut was fucking ripping shots and blasting music, just like not caring. It was like. Literally, like, felt like the end of times. It was so weird. Morale low. Didn't you put that on Twitter? Yeah. It was like, I don't know. I, like, I couldn't tell if it was low or high because they were having, like, a great time. But they're uh, going uh, going away uh, pretty soon here. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. It's a crazy world that there's so many people getting fucking banged from jobs right now. And it's like, I get it. The, I don't need to be there. I fucking do nothing all day. It's crazy. Thanks for paying me for doing nothing for two years. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it was uh, wild. Today, dude, I'm uh, working from home, and this person I work with, pray to God, she's not listening to this podcast. I doubt she is, but uh, her and her boyfriend started arguing, and she wasn't Lord. muted. And then huh. uh, <laughs> she leaves the call right away, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> something going on, and like, she gets back in the call and she's like, sorry, my boyfriend's slamming my laptop shut. Like this big, huge thing. I'm like, oh my God, like what is going on? Am I going to have to fucking call the police? And like, I don't, literally, I don't, I don't know where she, li- I, I was like freaking out. It was so strange. Um, but that was my work day. So work's just been a fucking, a weird one. The last, last five days, everyone's on edge. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on edge in one of my class. I didn't even go today. Oh yeah, dude. What's up with that? How, how's that Bro, going? Can you give us I, a little insight? Do you want to or or no? I mean, I, I fucking I didn't go today because like I hadn't I hadn't missed a class and I was just kind of I met with met had a meeting with someone so um I scheduled it for three because I was like fuck it but I guess I guess it was fine I was. I had people in my group texting and um but then i guess he like apologized to it like only his group but it was just like oh god uh, it's fine and, like i guess like the teacher said like emailed one of the, those students and said like she like looked into him and said like that he isn't a threat but god well it's, th- fucked, <laughs> it's so fucked i just want to give a little bit of backstory so people i i won't give too much away but pretty much bug's got a we all have had these in our college classes but he's got a rogue warrior uh who likes to stand up for what he believes in and i don't know if he's an rotc guy or an actual military guy but uh, the man has his values and he stands up for him and, and speaks, speaks them loudly. And there's nothing more frightening than that kid in your class because nine times out of 10, everyone's disagreeing with him and you can't say it because you don't know if he's going to come in the next day. 
Uh, and like, there's people that are saying it, and it's like, yo, get a clue. Everyone just stay quiet and fucking right. Just let him do his moan thing. and don't moan and groan. It's just like, <laughs> fuck. so God bad, damn, bro. I mean, like wear my salute to service, fucking Bronx. Sweatshirt. That's what I was gonna Class. say. Where <laughs> where something he he sees as the uh, the home color. Oh my word. <laughs> That's brutal, though. Um, but yeah, no, nothing today. He was, uh, he was on his best behavior. Uh, I, I guess I was not present. I'm sorry. <laughs> so good though. Um, I miss the college. I miss the uh, the college group groups. You would be like a, a single mother, a service member, a two normal people, and then some chick that thought she was like hot as hell who was maybe a three on her best day. And it just, that's, that's college, baby. Nothing better. Um, shout out. Shout out. Kev, I want to get into it. Little MLB fantasy draft. You say you got one coming up tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. well, I guess first world baseball classic thoughts on, uh, that final AB from Mikey T and Shohei. I mean, it's, it's always great how baseball just somehow seems to deliver the matchup. You know, in the, right. in the moments that really are prime, um, you know, someone had to win the battle. I mean, God dang, it's tough to hit 102 and a perfect 87 mile an hour slider on the black. Kraut takes that pitch, punchy. It's yeah. over. That guy's calling the strike. Where that guy set up, it was right between the pads. Beep, that's a strike. He would have ended it. And so, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, it's Mike Trout, you know, still the man. You gotta do it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's but you know it's a guy is elite on the mound and it's just one inning, let it go. The adrenaline of the last out, like, I mean, credit to Shohei, great three-two pitch. But yeah, awesome game. I mean, credit to Team Japan at the end. You know, great game. That was pretty much all I was trying to watch. Hopefully, it wasn't just a blowout. But exactly. I mean, the biggest moment was when bases were loaded, three-zero. Kyle Schwarber with Trey Turner on deck. Schwarber swung green light like spec. It's Kyle Schwarber. He's made big moments, but he flew out the center. He just missed it. And it was just like, oh, like, damn, dude. Like, was it yeah, a pitch uh, you probably should have taken? Was it like a borderline? Not, I mean, obviously, 3 0, you're looking for your pitch, but was it was it that for him or was it just not? You know what I mean? I definitely remember. I think it was a strike. He, I don't think he went out of zone to hit the pitch, but it was just like, damn. It was yeah. like, oh, like, dude, like, Damn, it was just like, you know, but like at the end, hey, if he crushed it and it was a homer, you know, 3-0, boom. Exactly. Forward. So it's just like, you know, you, you take that hack. It's World Baseball Classic. Go for it. You know, you've had, like I said, Schwarber's hit some of the biggest homers in recent memory. It's crazy, dude. The shit you he's know, done. So, yeah, you can't blame him for taking the swing. But, yeah, that was just like a big moment where it was like, shoot, like what if Trey Turner maybe they had another chance? Didn't he hit one in the eighth, too? Yeah, then he ended up, yeah, yeah. worked a 10 pitch at bat as next to bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I mean, against so, you. Yeah, against you. I, the you. It was getting died. When you went in, I was thinking, I was like, and John Smoltz was right on it. He was like, you know, it might take a little bit for you to find command. And I was like, when he throws it over the plate, I'm like, US is going to smash. And sure enough, they had some barrels, but yeah, Schwarber, great at bat. Splitty tank second deck. I was like, wow, okay, now it's three two, eighth inning. Um, it's, so on. it's on, it's on because now someone else on USA you just felt like it just pop a tank three three, you know. Um, we got him in the 40s. Say that again, book. 
we got him in the 40s so <laughs> that is that is true but hey maybe our nuclear uh explosions were what gave birth to Shohei you know what i mean i don't know where the timeline is on that but maybe he is a a product of of the USA intervention i don't i don't want to say it but <laughs> learning about uh, that right now actually wow well you're in history us history us history in in asia Oof, that's fun the the pacific front a great battle. Um, Iwo Jima, crazy. I mean, nothing nothing more picturesque than the boys raising the flag on Iwo Jima. That's... Do a little, baby. <laughs> get him, just get him in there. Just get him in. <laughs> Love it. Um, Kev, or, or Boog, uh, what do you think of guys making so much of the World Baseball Classic? I guess we'll go Boog. What do you think of them making so much of the World Baseball Classic? Do you think I it means as much to the world series or it should to some of these guys. Um, I know some of the guys from like Ecuador and I think it was uh, maybe some of the Puerto Rico guys said it was way bigger than the world series. It was something they looked forward to as kids. The world series wasn't even on their radar. What do you think of them making so much of the world baseball classic? I mean, I, I get it. I, I think they're kind of like neck, definitely neck and neck. But I mean, when, whenever countries are involved against countries, I mean, it's it's big. I mean, you see, like they're hitting bombs in what, like the fourth inning, and everyone's coming out of the dugout. I mean, it's right. freaking, it's a party. Like it means, it definitely means something. So, yeah, I think as a fan, it makes it fun to watch. But I mean, so is freaking October baseball, freaking World Series. I mean, that's that's fun to watch too. So, yeah, I think they're neck and neck, but too, definitely exciting. I would say World Cup over the World Series. World, I mean, World Baseball Classic. Yeah, and I like what you said. Once you get uh, countries involved, I mean, people just start picking sides. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's like it, it, it's ingrained in us to fucking be tribal. It's crazy. Um, but Kev, what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, we see some guys have gotten hurt in the World Baseball Classic, and that's not something they're even paid to do. You know what I mean? That's something they're volunteering to do. Something they want to do as where the MLB is where they make their money. Um, what do you think of the injuries in the World Baseball Classic? Is that something that can, one, be av- avoided somehow? I mean, it's, I guess, always going to be a possibility. And two, is it not right, but what's, what do you think should be the, the protocol there if someone is injured? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I think with injuries, you can't avoid it. I mean, you see guys get hurt in spring training. Like a baseball game is a baseball game. Whether mm-hmm. you're doing it in Mesa or you're doing it in Miami, it's, you know, you're still playing a game. You know, you're going to be revved up way more in the World Baseball Classic setting. So, you know, maybe that might heighten a little percentage of injury. But, you know, you can still cut wrong on a nicely cut grass in the outfield just as well, one spot as you can in the other. You know, just things like that, you know. So, yeah. and, this, and like when you know, we're saying with like the countries, especially like every other country, especially when it comes to baseball, like they love and cheer for the sport way different than like the American fan base does. That's what makes it so captivating. Like every Latin American nation, I mean, also being able to play and like be friends with guys from Latin America, like from the roots of these countries coming up from like, you know, starting out at Juco and stuff like that. But like, oh man, their fan bases are nuts. They're, everybody knows baseball. They're all into it. Like, you go to a, it's just and they cheer they have fun like it's exactly. just uh, you know that's their big friday night you know like when it's on it's on they got a team you know it's just what they have and they play it all the time you know so but yeah the fans make it fun i'm into it for the players to come in and play i mean if you really want to like 
break it down to grassroots. Like these are exhibition games that don't mean anything, mm-hmm. but you know, try to say that when someone says, Hey man, you want to wear USA on your chest <laughs> right. and play with the best dudes that are around? Like, yes, everyone's going to take that opportunity or, you know, if they really do want it, if it's the time in their career, you know, guys got to think about that stuff, Ex- but yeah. you know, but yeah, I, it's, I mean, fans love it. I mean, that is the biggest thing for baseball. The Olympics are always summer. Pros are never going to do it. World Baseball Classic is where you get everybody's best from the countries. So that's what makes it the best baseball tournament. Because you're getting everyone's best, and it's just by nation. You know, no one really gets to load up. It's just whoever you got is who you got. Yeah. Innings. Yeah, and it uh... – like like you said, it's like they're they're super all star teams. When you when you get to pick from a whole nation, you get the best of the best. Um, do you think there should be more fanfare in American baseball, like in the MLB? Because I mean, like Japan, they they'll have cheerleaders on the fucking dugout sometimes in their in their games. Uh, like in the Dominican leagues, they'll fucking like people are on top of the dugouts, like watching the games like they're on the field do you think there should be more of that in the mlb i mean it's it's just hard to you know in the confines because the mlb stadium yeah is more accustomed to like sights and a ton of food and like look at this look at that like it's creating an experience like within the ballpark and it just so happens when you go down to the center there's going to be some really good baseball going on yeah underneath i think that's kind of what we're looking to sell to so it's it's like our mindsets are just different when it comes to how we, you know, like Dominican baseball versus American baseball. Like it's just it's you know baseball out here is just a money generator for sure, big big time business. You know, for those guys, it's just like, hey man, this the lights are on at <laughs> six o'clock. You know where? Show up, you know, and that's it. And these guys just ball out, and it's fun, you know. Yeah. And for it, our American style, what we provide is our best baseball. Just isn't isn't like that you know so i don't think we really could do something like that you get rowdy fans you yeah. know you get rowdy fans makes it for fun environments big <clears throat> playoff games but like game 57 you know game 32 on the home like it might not be the biggest craziest crowd there's something else to do on a summer day in atlanta sometimes you yeah. know it's no that definitely it is. that definitely makes sense and i think a lot of it too is kind of like what you said this isn't a lot of those guys that aren't in America, this isn't their only job. A lot of them, this is a hobby. I mean, obviously they're probably getting paid to do it as well, but a lot of them, the world baseball classic, they were like showing what their daytime jobs were and then not. And it's just like, it's crazy. Like, and I feel like that has a lot to do with the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Um, You can't take it as serious if you're not, a hundred percent if you're not getting paid for it, if it's not your only thing. Um, Book best baseball stadium you've ever been to. Ooh. Um I would say I mean it's hard to go against Oracle Park. I mean AT&T. Right. Except Giants cuz that's like I feel like yeah. every anyone who comes um, there's like that's got to be at least top top 2 or 3. I really like Yankee Stadium. Ooh. It was fun. That was, that was when did you go there? I went there in 2014, summer 2014, summer 2013. And that was their new one, right? Their new stadium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Damn. That's, that's a cool one. And they they turned their old stadium into like a museum, right? They didn't fucking blow it up. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know, but I don't, I definitely don't know about the destruction of that. I don't know if that's, that seems like it would be fucking 
Yeah, I don't know. If that happened in New York, I don't know what would happen. I, think, uh, I, don't, I don't think... Uh, I don't a couple think more towers would come down. That's what would happen, Kev. Oof, I don't know. <laughs> um, Kev, how about you? What's uh, your your favorite park you've ever been to? Dang. I would honestly... Ooh, if I got to break a tie... Mm, you know, I'm going to go Dodger Stadium. Ooh. I went to a Dodgers-Cubs game. And Dodger Stadium, I think, capacity-wise, is the is the biggest in the MLB. That would make sense. It's one of the oldest, and, too. That's pretty yeah, crazy. It's huge. I mean, the parking lots were huge. Every, I mean, getting there was crazy. But, yeah, it was Dodgers-Cubs and just sitting there looking around, like, in the roars of the crowd and everything. I was like, dang, this place is bumping. I think I was, like, ooh, freshman in high school, maybe. So I was only, like, 15. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was like. Dang, this play like no one like the Dodgers want to play people want to play. I was like, this place is loud and it's like summer. And I was like, not, like no, not was a huge game or anything. Like yeah. it was like a Thursday. I was like, shoot, this is sweet. But it even kind of looks mystical. Chavez Ravine. It's kind of like tucked away up in the, yeah. the little top area. Chavez. Yeah, um, it is sick. It yeah, is and sick. like I, I don't think I've ever been there unless I was young. But uh, yeah, pretty pretty cool stadium and i think they're like this was blowing chunks in that trash can <laughs> all game at dodger stadium <laughs> freaking dodgers angels padres that guy just was blowing chunks. <laughs> what happened bad dodger dog i think it was bad in and out to start the trip and oh I just what a the, way. Bathroom, the bathroom light being on all night and, freaking, <laughs> and then this also being at the top of the stairs just that's the rally fucking... monkey, rally monkey around the neck, just oh the rally God. monkey, it's the angels. <laughs> They're out of pom poms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so fucking good, uh, Trav. What a roll of the dice. He gets sick. Oh, I feel bad. It should have been Todd, honestly. I mean, love Teach, but I feel like he could have powered through it better than Trav. That was a, that was a great trip, a, a boys' trip to just the the SoCal stadiums. Really? Is that all you guys did? What was it? Uh, you said I was like three, four. Oh Jesus! I was really <laughs> young. I was real young. Oh, fuck! I um, barely remember it. Yeah, no. There's a. I would love to go to Dodger Stadium. There's a couple that I like, like Fenway. Obviously, have any be, or been there? Or uh, what's the other one? I can't think of it. Uh, not Fenway, but uh, Wrigley, Cubby. Wrigley, sick. Wait a minute. I take mine back. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Holy moly. Whoa. That needs to be edited. Cleveland. Oh, my God, bro. Okay, Wrigley, no doubt. Because I went for really? a playoff game. I mean, oh, that was wow. Sick. And there was, okay, it was a sweet stadium, but that was also like my most fun that I've ever had at a game. Mm-hmm. Giants, Cubs, playoff, NLDS. Cubs ended up winning, which was good for the crowd. It was epic oh, yeah. insane. Um, yeah, I had a torn peck at the time. I almost got hit by a horse. <laughs> a security wow. guard horse. Oh, my, yeah, it would have absolutely crushed me. Just um, demolished. Massive. Yeah, but it was like 11 at night, and I'm like, I can't walk as fast as everybody. I'm kind of just like getting tugged and pugged, and I got like a big old fucking beefy thing that I was walking through. And like, yeah. I'm like, yo, yo, come on, man. I'm wearing white, bro. Like, help me out. <laughs> but, oh, man. But no, for me, sorry. Wrigley, no doubt. So wow. cool, dude. That is sick. And I mean, just everything about it. The Ivy, the seventh inning stretch, the take me out to the ball game. Who sung it? Do you remember who sang take me out to the ball game? Ooh, oh yeah! No, I don't. It was someone big. 
Vaughn. I mean, if I, if I could go back to like the box score of that game, I could maybe see who sung it that day. But <laughs> on the top, I don't remember. But I just remember from the first pitch, it was a ball thrown by the Giants pitcher. I think it was one zero count, and the Cubs fans were like, "Yeah!" And I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me!" First pitch, it stayed like that the whole game. Jesus, the Giants pitcher threw a ball. They cheered. I'm like. These guys are into it. This is crazy. <laughs> Literally pitch one. I was like, this is going to be sick. In what but, year was that? Yeah. Had they won their World Series yet? Mm. I went in 2016. I think they... So I think they won, they won in yeah. 2017. Oh, shit. Wow. So you, your boys were hungry. They were, they were on, the, on the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'd lost potentially to the Dodgers. I think the 2016 World Series was Dodgers Astros, but or Red Sox maybe. But uh the Dodgers were in it, not the Cubs. So damn. The Cubs wanted to make sure. Love it. Um favorite stadium for me, gotta be Florida Marlins. Second year they had their new stadium. They still had that oh. ugly fucking contraption out in center field that yeah. would do the the home run thing. Um but that stadium was like as legit as it gets. It was fucking muggy as shit out in Florida. But as soon as you stepped in the stadium, just prime conditioning. It's wow. uh, so nice. Sick. Yeah. Did they have the aquarium still down? I was gonna say yeah. I think that we we didn't. Our seats oh. were just out like up in the boonies. But we went down yeah. before for batting practice. I think they had all that stuff. Um, Holy smoke! Batting you saw practice. The OG I think crazy shit over there. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that'd be sweet. Yeah, no, uh, I think I already told it, but a fucking batting practice, snatched a couple balls from some kids. Just a classic. Um, <laughs> Gotta use wingspan, man. That's Sorry right. about it. Fucking Dub G bullies. <laughs> bullies, right. Um, but Kev, fantasy draft, who do we have our eye on round one? I guess it depends who I pick, to right. be honest with you. Oh, you guys haven't done draft order yet. No, you should have done least... like uh, miles per hour for draft draft order. Who can throw the hardest? Wow. Fucking lead us <laughs> that off. That would be nuts. <laughs> I mean, I could be. I probably be competing with more like fifty year old men, so I would be able to pick where I want to go. But yeah, I don't know draft order yet. Um, but it's twelve team league, so Ooh. yeah, I'm definitely thinking offense first. And then, I mean, I'm just going to have to see how the board plays out. Like, right. if some elite pitchers start going early, might, you know, tip my hand because I do want to get, you know, a top, like, eight MLB guy on my team in a 12-team league, ideally. Um, you know, so if those guys start going early, might force me to go up. But Trey Turner, for sure. Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tuck. Uh, those guys are up there for me, man, because they just five tool guys for fantasy. They are they're studs. So if I could get one of those two guys, uh, and Ronald Acuna Jr., Ooh. shout out. Definitely been my guy. Picked him, ride with him. So yeah, top three right there. KT, Trey Turner, and Acuna. Nice. I like that. Um, now, how does pitching, how do points work in pitching for fantasy? Is it so you like... got categories. So you're mm-hmm. playing like head-to-head. Oh. So you got wins, strikeouts, ERA, whip, so the walks, hits, divided by innings, innings pitched. Pitch, yeah. And then saves is the last category. So you got to get closers. And then in my other league, if you do you know what a hold is uh, in baseball, like a category? Yeah. yeah. So it's what you get, like, if you're winning in the eighth inning, that guy who always leads you to the closer, it's called a hold. Mm-hmm. So then I have a category in another league that saves slash holds. So Ooh, you can draft like eighth nice. inning guys instead nice of getting reliever. closers. 
And that's always my strategy. You got to get to the ninth. So you got to have a lockdown dude in the eighth. And I just pick everybody's top guy on like really good teams. And that's always a category I try and just steal from people because some folks don't really look at it or like they're willing to give that away. So I just try and get a free point every week by just beating them in that. Damn, hole. that's pretty smart. I feel like that's like a snagging a good kicker in uh, fantasy football. You know what I mean? Kind of right? overlooked, yeah. but at the same time, they're the ones putting up consistent exactly. points. If your kicker gives you 11 or 12, check how many times you win a week. Right. Like, if he's contributing in your defense, that's big time. Love that. Um, now, do you have a do you have a team name uh, picked out already? Yeah, so I'm just rolling with the Rangers. Um, big on them. Got a couple guys already. So in one league, I'm Texas Tango, and in the league, I'm Texas Two Step. So I just know which one I'm going to. But uh, yeah, so man, good. I was trying to get Seeger Simeon with the Two Step. They went real fast. I was like, well, there goes the Two Step. But I got the guys hitting right behind them. Uh, so Fuck I still ended up getting two Rangers. But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna try. I mean, this other league's 100 bucks to enter, so mm-hmm. I can win 600 if I win the playoff championship. So I still might roll the dice with Degrom. If he doesn't get hurt, the guy's crazy good. So exactly, yeah, I'm definitely trying to. I'm hopping on the Ranger bandwagon, Love still it. rocking the Rockies, <laughs> but I'm gonna be very keen on the Texas Rangers this season. Ah, oh, <laughs> fuck yes. Um, and what I was gonna ask one more thing about fantasy. Oh, is it weekly setup, or do you have to set up mm-hmm. like? Oh, thank God. So you can do weekly or rotisserie, and that's where you just play out the whole year. So like, if I have wins, but I got like 142 wins on the season. Then I just how I stack up versus the other ten or twelve teams in your league. Those are pretty fun. Yeah, that, I feel like yeah. that makes it a little bit yeah more more doable. Um, exactly. And I might nerd out because I got a draft at nine. I might nerd out and try and get one into one of those at like six because I want to do one where I can just play out a full season and kind of see how I do. Right. But you got a choice to do money league and Yahoo, so I might just throw in another fifty piece or something. Trying to see. Hey, hey, yeah, 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 trying, you know, at least place because you win, you get like double, triple your money for third place. I'm like, that's that's worth. And playing. that's with guys you don't know. Yep, just random leagues. You just get sent in. They always fill up. And I feel like there's always some random schmoes that just forget. You know what I mean? It's exactly. like there's one or I mean, two of them that just say money, fuck it. Like, just stay with. It's just a daily little thing. But I mean, if you got to be a good baseball fan, you probably stay with it. But I, I definitely like doing it. Oh, I love it. Um, Boog, did you see uh, the NFL coach's picture came out? I did, yeah. Did you see your boy? Looking damn good. He, damn good. He, I don't know what he's doing, but he, like, propped himself up and is sitting, like, super straight back, and then his fucking hog is just clearly visible through the pants. I mean, it had to been on hogs, baby. Had to have been on purpose, Sean Payton. Um, but uh, how are we feeling? Have the Bronx made any any moves as of late? I mean, he he gets an interview. I mean, they showed Andy Reid's table, no cameras. It showed the Sean Payton. I mean, it was like freaking camera, 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 Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike. I'm like, so here comes a pro pre, primetime games. Um, but I, I saw an interview. He's like, we're not trading Sutton. We're not trading Judy. I know you, you guys probably saw my Insta story. I mean, they're freaking saying too small. We're coming. So it's, it's going to be a good, good year. I'm thinking 14 and three. 14 and three. Wow. And now are they, are they winning the Super Bowl in your, uh, in your fantasy world? Oh, baby. Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. It must be nice. Must be nice. Um, yeah, Bronx. And now your Lakers, 
Pat Bev is just giving LeBron the uh, you're too little. What's that about? Uh, tough, but I did snag a sick jersey. Oh, it came in on second thought. Nice. Look at that. Kyrie. Do you think, how long do you think he makes it with the Mavs? You think Mark's already looking for a, a new home for him? Yeah, it's not looking too good, but um, I mean, when he goes back to the deuce, I mean, you, you just got to pull trig, especially because really like the green Kev knows I got the uh, Luca t-shirt jersey in this green. So, uh, yeah, big fan <laughs> of the green and uh, yeah, big fan of the deuce. So love it. Kev, do you think it's a, a Kyrie issue over in Dallas right now? Or do you think the Mavs are just going through a slump? I don't know. I don't even think they're fully healthy, right? Like, isn't Luca been out? Kyrie's been out. They haven't quite like played a lot together. Yeah. They haven't played together game. a lot. That's for sure. You know? So I think that's kind of what I haven't really been looking at it too deep, but I don't know. I mean, again, if they're healthy and they're in a playing game, they're going to be a tough out. So they can get to a series, and if they get to a series and they're both healthy, they could be a just. It's always going to be a tough night out because you're playing with, you know, two of the top eight players in the NBA. Right. You know, top ten for sure. So, um, yeah. yeah, and I just the NBA needs to overhaul that fucking system. They they need to move it to like the top sixteen. Uh, in for the playoffs as opposed to East West. They play each other too often. There's too many good teams out of the East. There's like, I feel like maybe the two best teams are, I mean, out of the West, I feel like the two best teams are probably out of the East, but the West has so much depth. It's crazy that the 10 seeds not getting in. I feel like they would just mop up the, the East coast, probably six seed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's move on to some mixed martial arts. Um, couple cards since we've actually, I guess, just one since we've last talked since we uh, watched the Usman one live. <laughs> What's that? Maximus Phil. Oh God, are you not entertained? Um, spect. Spect. Now, do we have any thoughts on the uh, Usman? Uh, Leon card post post watching it. Did you guys watch anything back? Have any uh second thoughts on on things that we might have uh, jumped early to conclusions to on the live podcast? Um, I actually I I watched it and uh, it was actually really really good to um fall asleep to. So if you guys are having <laughs> if you guys are having trouble, go ahead and throw it on and I'll, probably first round you'll be out. So. Really? You thought it was that boring? Um, or are you just not a fan of either? Uh, the latter. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, Kev, what, what were your, your thoughts now that we've had a couple weeks to sit on it? What do you think uh, Leon does from here? Do you think Colby is the just fight to make? Or do you think Leon is bringing up good points, not not wanting to fight Colby? I mean, obviously, that's a stylistic nightmare for him. Um, but what do you think about that? I mean, Dana has continued to say it in terms of Colby being that next guy. Um, you know, so you have to think Colby's ahead regardless of what Leon's trying to say. And at the end of the day, what Leon is saying, I mean, can just be great lead up and build up already into this Colby fight. I mean, honestly, what he's saying is already being used in press clippings and promos. If the, if the boss has said it, it's already in wheels. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I definitely think this is the fight that we're going to see. There could be pump the brakes if Jorge really got to get ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah. Say, yeah, if, yeah, go okay. for it. If Jorge on April 8th stings Gilbert Burns, I'm talking knockout finish at any point, first, second, third. He's going to be clear of bases. He can do it at any time. But he's got to finish Gilbert Burns. That's his only way to get a shot. He can't go on the mic with a decision win. Right. Unless it's, I mean, the ultimate piecing, but it's still not Jorge. You got it. It's, it's Jorge, man. Jorge's a finisher. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to be a finish. Then he demands the shot. Then you see what happens. I mean, if Miami and things push and run with it, right? I mean, you know Jorge brings in some serious coin. Colby is also a guy who brings in serious coin, but I do think Jorge is a little higher level than Colby in terms of just driving that department. You never know what could happen, but Jorge's got to finish Burns, otherwise this conversation's over, and I think it's going to be Colby versus Leon. That's a great point. I honestly, if he finishes Burns... I I hate I, I don't want to wish injury, but let's say there's a visa issue for Leon and they have to do Colby versus George for the fucking in, the the title. You know, I mean the interim. I mean that's it. Just it makes its own fucking makes its own cake. Book. What do you think about uh, the rumors that Colby's only getting the shot because he dropped all the charges and uh, that sort of thing? Definitely makes sense. Um, it's kind of bizarre that Dana kind of was really adamant on fight night. He's usually, oh, I don't make fights on the night, yada, yada, <laughs> right. yada, yada. And so he was like adamant, adamant. He like kept doubling down, kept doubling down. Um, I mean, Kobe's last win was against Jorge, definitively. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a year and a month ago. So it wasn't a year and a half, like Leon was saying. Like, right. So, um, like he definitely like deserves it, and he's a big name. But like Kev says, like I've been listening to Jorge on Rogan, and if he gets it done against Gilbert in a big way, <laughs> I'm kind of down to see it over Colby. I'm kind of down. He's sick, man. He's sick. But um, yeah, I mean, either way. I'm, I mean, I'm he's already in. said he'll fly to England. So it's already on. I mean, the Those, backstory's there. Yeah. The back and that's where he's got to do it. Seriously. I mean, that's just Jorge, man. The ultimate just gangster. He's just ready. I'm ready to but, walk right into that heat. I mean, you're Kev hit it on the head. He makes a statement. But I mean, I, I don't know why, but Kobe and Jorge. Too kind of is just getting beefier and beefier by the week. Exactly, and that's like <laughs> honestly, like perfect world. Leon fights someone else, and they just let <laughs> fucking George and Colby, Jorge and Colby, go at it. I mean, that fight sells a ton, and it's like obviously they want the belt shot, but fuck that that fight is that fight with the belt. I, that's is... what I mean. I, if if they can somehow get that one going like burns fucking gets starched by uh jorge and then colby gets it done versus leon and then then that's where they end up i mean that's miami (laughs) colby colby on the mic after saying i'm the king of miami oh (laughs) fuck oh no didn't they say they were going there too eventually soon here well that's where 
I'll just, that's where oh, I was telling you. That's, that's right. next week. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'll be home for it too. Oh no way! Easter. Easter. Fuck yeah. Masters um, too. What is? Masters. Uh, I've tapped out of golf. I don't even want to get in. Uh, oh no! I first I, I start off I, just a quick little tidbit. <laughs> I forget to put my golf shoes on before the round. Just a fucking <laughs> retard move. <laughs> but your your boy goes par birdie out the gate. Wow! <laughs> Chipped Ooh. in from like ninety eight out or something like that. It was fucking steez. No way! <laughs> yeah, and then I put the golf shoes on and the wheels just fell off. Oh, <laughs> it no. was just miserable. Oh, windy. No. It was probably the windiest day in California history. It was fucking <laughs> horrible. Um, but back to the fights. George Colby. That's the one. If they can somehow fucking get that. In Miami, I mean, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but then this past weekend had a couple good fights as well. Um, who else? Oh, fuck, I've been so bad with this. Who else was on that card besides uh, Cheeto Sandhagen? We have Nate Landwehr had a nice That's performance. Right. Um, the train. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, you had, I'm trying to think, Macy Barber. Oh yeah, she got beat by uh, KGB Lee, or she no, beat she, won. she beat KGB. She won in a yeah. split controversial. That's yeah, that's had a little bit of pushback and stuff. Um, she's looking um, hot, hotter though than she's looked in the past. So that's always a plus. <laughs> I think Rochi sent me that text message as well before before <laughs> the fights, <laughs> stating he was a Macy Barber fan. Um, Dan Mergliano was back at the judges' table this weekend. How about that? Um, yeah. partaking in some of that Macy Barber madness. I think it was his uh a lot of, his a lot of backlash that, on the uh big Texas time. commission this weekend. Um yeah. which I guess I let's ask what do you guys think there should be a unified commission? I think I saw Sandhagen talking about this a little bit. Um cuz so many commissions have different rules what substances allowed at what percentages um what you can and can't do to cut weight, cutting you off during your weight cut. I mean, New York's famous for that. Do you think there should be a unified commission? I mean, I think it would probably, I mean, just from an ideological standpoint, that makes sense. Right. Right. Like where you, I mean, San Hagen said it was like you said, you don't go to Cincinnati and play on an 80 yard field in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when he kind of said that, I was like, Oh, good damn. point. Like, you're right. Yeah, because it is. Like, you go to Kansas, then you go to Texas, then you go to Colorado, you go to Nevada. Everyone's got a nook and cranny wrinkle that doesn't allow you to just know what you're walking into unless you've done it multiple times. Then you probably like, okay, I know New York. I know Nevada. Right. You know, stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, initially it could be hard. And if it's your first time going through it and you experience some sort of hiccup, you know, could throw off your mentals, things like that. But, yeah, Universal would probably be good, but I mean the payments, how things that I mean business, and I For that's sure. probably where it falls apart. But it's a nice idea, but that's something that probably definitely won't change. Um, Book, what what do you think about the Universal Commission? Do you think it should be implemented? And I guess while you're there, uh, what what do you what are your thoughts on USADA? Um, I think. The Universal Commission, like, it sounds good, but it's just really, it's tough when you're going different countries and... The countries just, is the it's, one, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, it's tough to kind of get everyone on board. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I just feel like kind of the UFC could 
kind of take steps to kind of just have like just take their own stuff everywhere type mm-hmm. thing. That's that's and the other like, thing. They could almost like yeah, have their own sanctioned body. Have their own refs, have their own judges and so like they know who they're putting in there cuz I I mean, they're a billion dollar company. I'm tired of oh, it's the commissions. They whoever they give us, we get. It's just like that's just Well, I think uh, another reason that is is because like like I think they would be considered an entertainment company if they were to judge their own, you know what I mean? I think they would start entering that WWE territory. Like you can make yeah, the yeah, argument yeah. they're fixing fights, which I get, yeah. but I'm I'm yeah. totally with you. Like they're a billion yeah, dollar company, true. they're not paying their fighters. Someone this money's going somewhere. Um yeah. they could definitely 100%. monetarily do it. Um Yeah. Yeah, no, I like what both of you guys said about that. I think obviously ideal, but the country's one would be fucking hard to get by. There's like Brazil. I mean, they go, who knows what the fucking <laughs> rules are down there. I, I got to think they're a little bit different. Um, but Bo, yeah. what do you think about USADA? Do you think it's worth having them still around? I know I'm asking you this because of the whole uh, McGregor thing. So this is going to be a loaded I mean, answer, but realistically, do you think it's, it's good they're around or do you think they're just promoting the more? I think it's, well, they're, they're it's horrible. Okay. Well, I mean, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. <laughs> well, not even oh that. My they're God, just this isn't gorilla ball. <laughs> no, I mean, it, why not? I mean, Rogan brought up a great point. Oh he said, he said, when fighters get old, their bodies breaks down, but their mind is still there. They have the experience, and their body breaks down. You let them have that stuff, like they let Vitor have the TRT, and he just a monster, fearless, has the mind of a champion, and just goes. But you saw the. You have the greatest freaking fighter in the world ever, the most entertaining fighter, the freaking guy of all guys, and you're going to, like, keep him out, like, this six-month, like, no, no, two tests, clean, let's go, like you said on Ariel. But, um, no, but, like, Jorge brought up a great point. Like, they're not fucking sending USADA guys out to the mountains of Dagestan to wake those guys up at 5 a.m. three days in a row like they do to a lot of the American guys. They're not sending guys to Thailand and do all that shit. Like, right. there's no there's no way they're doing it as much as they could do it in America. Like, they're USADA. They're, aren't they? Is it United States <laughs> Association? Like, United States. Exactly. So, it's like, it's just like you got to even the playing field. And how you know you even the playing field you wipe it away and let's just have fun. Let's just throw freaking gorillas in there and see who's the Maximus. <laughs> well, the, I, I guess the problem would be with USADA too. It allows the bigger name guys to, to beat the test, right? That's, that's where this whole issue lies is guys are still taking illegal shit. They're just getting around it or shit. That's not yet been deemed illegal, new compounds, stuff like that. So it's like stuff's always going to be taken. But to what extent? Um, I'm not exactly sure doing that is the right thing. Now, I feel like maybe they open like a like a VADA, voluntary anti-doping, you know what I mean? Like have it there. So if two guys want to fucking sign up to both be clean, but I feel like it should be the other way around. If both guys want to sign up to both be dirty, I feel like it should be allowed. But I don't know. I mean, I get it both ways. It's not baseball where you're hitting a ball. I mean, you're fucking hitting a guy in the head. Usman's dirty, Makachev's dirty, <laughs> Adesanya's it. dirty. 
All of all the guys that are under Ali Abdelaziz. Um, Kev, line balls. What do you think about USADA? Are you pro USADA? You think it's a necessary evil to have in MMA, or uh, do you think we're we're seeing the end of the era? I mean, I think you got to have it, but like we were saying with the Jorge point, like again, it is. I mean, you that's a really good thing you can question because it's probably infrequent how many times they are literally going up to the mountains mm-hmm. like you know um but yeah uh it's tough i don't know i mean i, I don't know i don't know if you can tell if guys are on it i don't i mean it's just got to be more guys off field because i mean when some of these guys look in or excuse me like a look in the cage like you don't look like the typical i'm on steroids right. puffed up like it's just not how it you know really goes so yeah i would say I guess it's something you got to have, but yeah, I mean, I can see how you can get around it. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like a lot of guys are, are using them in camp and stuff and cycling off. I mean, look at Nate Diaz. I mean, I'm not saying he was ever like using or anything. I, they've been vehemently against it, but the way he looked in his last fight, just after a weight cut, after all your body goes through, no one looks fucking that good on fight night. You know what I mean? I feel like the guys, there's some guys that like stand like Usman is like jacked at all times. It's like, I, I don't know. I think there really might be something to that one book, but uh, yeah. I, but it's even like the whole like IV thing. Like that's another freaking Romero. Romero could a hundred percent be locking himself in a bathroom and just IV in the shit out of him. So, cause like Whitaker was saying that fool was like inhuman the next night. And he was like, that, on death's door at the stare down. And he literally was like, whatever he's rehydrating on, I want that. Cause it was like insane. Yeah. And I mean him, it's like, I feel like he could get away with it because he's from Cuba. You know what I mean? He has that whole mystique about him. It's like no one, no one really knows if it's superhuman or if he's actually just fucking working the system. Um, but fuck it either way. Yoel's a dog. Can't hate Yoel's the soldier. Fine for the belt. Is he actually? I haven't, I haven't kept up yeah. with any Bellator, honestly. I've been so bad about it. Um, when's that? Is that coming up? June 16th in Chicago. Well, I agree with you, Jim. I mean, who? <laughs> <laughs> You're mean. Um, love it. Uh, well, that's uh, the, the Cheeto. I guess we'll get we'll go into a little bit. Cheeto Sandhagen. How did you guys feel about that fight? I mean, Cheeto just got exposed. Do you think? Do you think we're going to be seeing that more out of Cheeto? Do we think we see more Cheeto L's in the future, or do you think he can make that correction? I mean, I I really like the Yawn fight for him, um, but I mean, like I mean, like Kev obviously listen to Sanhagen. I I did too. I mean, Sanhagen was making great points. I mean, you just like when it comes to the top level guys. I mean, it's more than just wanting it more. It's more than just like being more conditioned than guys and shit like that. So, um, but like Ariel said, I mean, it was basically kind of like the Dominic Cruz fight, but Sanhagen's not old in age and right. And then like slow down. So, yeah, I mean, obviously I kind of wanted Cheeto to win, but I mean, Sanhagen's a dog and he did what he had to do to get the dub. Oh, for sure. So I'm saying I don't want to, off top but they're saying like marab and umar now for like july yep really so what do you do with sanhagen 
Oh God! I mean, let's see. We got the the That's top so of that. He's fighting his boy. I think I'm down for <laughs> I'm down for Umar and Marab to one of each other cancel each other out because I hate both of them. But <laughs> exactly what they're doing. Yeah. I mean the the Sanhagen Marab fight was an easy make, but. Um, I, I mean, I agree there and like, I, I don't think we'll be able to do it. I wanted to get into a little bit of a uh, fantasy tournament between the we band. Can and the I mean, we can do it. We can do it. But okay. Let's it, see. Baby. We got our, <laughs> the top, got the top eight. I mean, I guess we're throwing uh Umar in there now. I don't know. I guess you take Dom out, right? If that's the case, the top eight would yeah, be Dom. sugar Cheeto, sugar Cheeto, Aljo, triple C, Sandhagen, Marab, and yawn. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, and uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, Umar. Cody? No. I, I had him in there originally just out of, out of respect, <laughs> but uh, we, we can't do that to our boy. Um, now, what, uh, what do you guys think would be the best way to set a tournament up between those eight guys? What are the... Do you think it's making the the best fights first or setting up so that two top guys could possibly meet in the finals? That's that's the are we setting up kind of like the best fights or like a tournament style? Uh that I will set up tournament style, yeah, tournament style. Yeah. So I guess we'd have to rank them 1 through 8 um and then go from there. Uh, who, who do you have as number one out of all those? Is Aljo have to be your one seed? He could him or him or Cejudo. I think, yeah, just, just for champ for champ's champ sake. sake I, guess. I would probably have Aljo at one. Okay. So Aljo one, and then you have Cejudo two, triple C and then, okay. So who do you have? What's, what's the fight for Aljo? Then we have sugar Cheeto. Sandhagen, Marab, Jan, and Usman. I say or Umar, Usman. I always fuck them up, dude. Shido's fighting Aljo. I was going to say that too. Especially after an L, I feel like that uh, sets him back a little bit. Now, what do you do for Triple Cejudo, C? Jan? Is Jan still in there? That's what no? I was going to say. Jan's the next one, probably up. Right? He would be the seven after taking those L's. Um, My two seven. It was it just happened. I got Marab Yon two seven. You have Marab at two over. You have Marab. I yeah, Saludo. I haven't seen enough in a long time, bud. You're number three. Yon. Triple C. All right. Well, for not having yeah. these fights done, sake, I'm putting Saludo two because then that gives us a little bit of a wiggle room here. Uh, but I honestly yeah. probably you'd have to put Marab two for like exactly what you said. He's the one that's been fighting he's been active um yeah. side note did you see him climb up the stands and go after the fan that was saying he should fight aljo oh no i didn't <laughs> i thought i was started watching that clip and then i just i didn't really see what happened at the end but did he go attack well, he didn't like attack top? attack he just like climbed up the thing and then the guy like was running away with the video camera fucking pussy um Damn. but he was clearly probably drunk or so i mean it just seemed like yeah. the guy wasn't even really like harassing him that much um okay so aljo cheeto that's our one eight triple c first yawn that's our two seven now who's our three seed gonna be um i mean it could be sugar marab but i mean realistically suge is next in line after cejudo 
for the belt. So, I don't know. It's either Sugar Marab. But if we're going, if we're going, I'll draw one because he's the champ. Right. And it could just be like logically. Ha! Huh, I don't know. Well, let's. What What do you think? Do you think who would win in a fight, Cheeto or Marab? Cheeto or Marab or Sugar I mean, Marab. Sugar and Marab. My bad. My bad. My bad. Sugar Probably Marab. Marab. Right. Cav, are you? All right. Well, we'll, we'll put Marab at the three. Sorry. Sorry, Suge. I don't mean it. Um, so Marab at the three means we need to find a six seed. Um, and so we got left is. Uh, Sandhagen? Sandhagen. What about, what about, about Usman? I was going to say Usman's the other one. Or I, I do. Which one is it? I, yeah, I, I don't want to. Four or five? Usman's Umar. smelling up Bellator. Yeah. Umar, so that's. Put Usman in this. Beat 40-year-olds. Umar should be seven. In my hometown. Jan shouldn't be seven. I think Umar would be seven. The thing with Jan is he just, he needs a dub. We need some, we need some fireworks to start the, the tournament. <laughs> Man, we have way too many class points for these ones. <laughs> that's why. Let's so just good. make, let's just make the best possible fights. Or okay. no, I don't care. I don't care. Let's just finish what we got. Go ahead. So what's three six? We got three one, six eight, two, is seven. Marab is three. So who's Marab fighting? Okay. Then how we had it? Umar. I would say Umar. Yeah. Yeah. And then the so last fight leaves, is our four five, which is Corey and uh, and Shug. I think that's. I hope that happens next. <laughs> I mean, that ended pretty well. I mean, though that last one fell in our lap, and uh, that's. Honestly, like the fight, I think I look forward to most in the division. I think that's the best fight for both guys, honestly. Um, stylistically, that is. Um, in a tournament, the winner would probably play Aljo. Well, that's exactly. That's what I was going to say. So, I, would, yeah. I um, would hope that it would be Cejudo Shug. That's the fight I want to see. Cejudo versus Shug? Really? Why do you want to see that's that my, one? That's my, I think it would just be fun build up and just it would be it would be fun because they would just be poking at each other and having fun with it it wouldn't ever get too serious i don't think and they'd they'd show that clip so i'd love it too (laughs) 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 oh fuck that is good uh henry is like a clip machine i mean hate him but god damn that guy is funnier than shit great like breakdowns and stuff like that oh yeah big time um you know what let's uh Let's save this bantamweight. We'll do the next round, next podcast. How about that? And then uh, we'll do. I think there's there should be four rounds, and then we'll we'll figure it out from here. But yeah, we'll we'll break it uh, break it down further the next one. Um, last thing, just want a prediction on the main event this upcoming weekend. Adesanya Pajeda, Kev. Let's hear it. Ooh, first, though, on the bracket, though, a lot of wrestlers. Corey Sandhagen is starting to wrestle. He might be seeing some things out there. A lot of up-and-coming people are wrestling, and those guys are tough to deal with. But uh, that whole bottom 3-6-2-7, that was wrestler-heavy. That oh. was that winner coming out of that is going to probably win the whole thing. But uh, I'm biased. I'm going Pajeda. I don't mind if Izzy wins because he's probably going to stay there. Pajeda's going up anyway. This is kind of a bon voyage. This is just pay to one Izzy again. I mean, if, if it happens, 4-0. I mean, this is stuff of legend. I am so <laughs> behind it. I mean, my God. Yeah, fire that thing, <laughs> Let's get it popping. Um, 
but yeah, I'm a little biased, but I, I mean, Izzy's fight style again, this is going to be a great fight. So wouldn't be mad if Izzy wins. I wouldn't even be mad if Izzy knocked him out. That'd be just crazy. Don't want to see it really happen, TBH. But uh, yeah, I'm going with Pajeda, uh, but no ill will towards Izzy on my own. And by knockout? Yeah, I think it's going to, I don't, I, he's, Chael said it best, quoted it first from Tyson. If you're trying to go for a knockout, you're not going to win a decision. I, I kind of think that's kind of Pajeda. Yeah. A little bit, you know, when you're gunning it down. I mean, we just kind of saw it unfold a little bit, or at least down 3-1, had to hunt it, and he got it. So I think he's going to always be in that position just where he's one one play away from really changing it up or ending the fight. Right. Uh, Bug, what do you have it? Yeah, I agree with Kev, but I do have ill will for Adesanya. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think uh, switch knee KO. It's my wow, prediction. you think he switches it up and goes the legs? Yeah, I was thinking legs too, bro. Really? Switch the uh, mm-hmm. switch the KO for Pereira, and uh, yeah, that's uh, round. We go round three. Fuck. Well, you know, let me just say, is he wrestling? And his, I mean, city kickboxing, <laughs> Dude, not that city was, wrestling. That hey. was a really bad. They should have never let that clip out. That was like puss. Puss. Hey, J-Flo, you listen to this? Puss. <laughs> That's mean. Um, I'm going to split the Gregor boys up. Never. I'm going to go with Adesanya, and uh, I think he gets a finish. I don't know by how. I've seen him doing a lot of grappling. I don't know if he ends up taking this to the ground, but uh, he looks stronger for this fight. Uh, I will say that. I don't know if it's because he's been in the pool and looks more cut, but definitely looks stronger this time around. So, uh I don't know if it's going to happen. Now that I'm saying it, it uh, doesn't seem right, but uh, I'm going to stick to the guns. Old Adesanya. Okay. Did you guys uh, see the video of Pereira watching Adesanya <laughs> and then they show this stuff? Man, like, yeah. <laughs> and then did you see the video of Adesanya watching the video of Pereira? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Line, yeah. He was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to miss oh. this rivalry. That's kind of like, okay, so Adesanya, uh, let's say Adesanya wins. Do you want to see another fight between them? I mean, you almost yeah, have to, you right? Got, you kind of have to. God, that's a strain, bro. Right. I think it's done, man. Really? Oh, one more, kid. <laughs> you can't. You can't. It's such oh, a predictable you thing. You just, I mean, you get the right clouds in the sky. You get a rematch these days sometimes. <laughs> we're heavy on them. Sometimes it works. Like, sometimes they're warranted. But, I mean, if we're doing it at, like, almost every male division sometimes for, like, our champions and our reruns and this and that, right. it's like, Dang, like, you know, guys are going to be pushing for that when they lose, you know? Well, like, think about who would be the I matchup. I mean, Vittori already fought out of Sonya. Whitaker fought out of Sonya yeah, twice. Yeah, no, I mean, it puts the middleweight back in real tough to I think if it's it's up play. to Costa and um, – Tumayev, it's probably Mafia. what the hope is. Hope is, but, yeah, I mean, middleweight could be in a tough spot if Bahada, I mean, win – I mean, just leaves in general. Yeah. You yeah. know, because he can't, he can't fight any of those guys. You know, maybe just, you know – play another domino to have but yeah it's it'll be interesting Cost to see where the moves. Uh, well that's my last my Maybe. last what if Adesanya let's say Adesanya loses now and Pajeda goes up a division who's the first fight back for that belt do you give it to Adesanya right away you can't right cost a wit cost a wit I like that Wait, I mean but I mean if Chamaya beats Costa would 
Costa would or Shemaev Whitaker. Right. Um, I think if you're Whitaker, you sit out because I mean you're kind of getting next shot anywhere it goes. For sure. But 100%. 100%. but let's say let's say Pereira wins, doesn't move up. Do you go him Whitaker or, or let's say Chimaev beats Costa? Do you go or the winner of that fight? I go. They didn't want to push Chimaev. I was gonna say I go winner of that fight, and I don't want to see Bobby Knox fucking fighting Pajeda. I think that's his biggest stylistic matchup. But goddamn, if he knocks him out, it's gonna ruin my fucking day. You know what I mean? That's one I really don't want to see. Um, really. I love Bobby Knox, and I. I mean, oh, I do too. I think he would be okay. I, and that's what I, I mean. Stylistically, I think he just has to close the distance. You know what I mean? He just get well, he's shoot He'll exactly. Wrestle. But if yeah. he catches a knee coming up, that might be the first death we ever like, see uh, in the fucking. <laughs> Inganu Kane Velasquez. Yeah, I mean, just sad. Um, love Kane, but God, that was sad. Should not have fed him to that wolf. Um, but shit. Um, all right, dudes. Well, uh, that's it for this one. We will continue that bantamweight bracket uh, next week. But until then, adios. Mm-hmm.